Welcome to Christchurch Winchester's Advent Podcast 2020. My name is Megan Lewis and today is Wednesday the 9th of December. Today we're going to be focusing our podcast on Matthew 2, 1-12, when the Magi visit the Messiah. And this is a very well-known part in the Nativity story, with hundreds of children playing the part of wise men in many different nativities across the world each year. The wise men, or Magi, usually three of them, see a star in the sky and travel from the east on some camels and come bearing gifts for the baby Jesus. But if I'm being perfectly honest, I never fully understood the significance of this part of the story. I mean, I understood the value of the gifts they bought and how these were fit for a king, but I don't think I ever properly understood the significance of the Magi coming. But over the last week or so, whilst I've been reading up on this topic for the podcast, I've come to understand the significance of this visit. Not only was it scripture fulfilling, but it also shook everything up. But before I properly get into that, let's have a read of our Bible reading for today. So we're looking at Matthew chapter 2, verses 1 to 12. The Magi visit the Messiah. After Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea during the time of King Herod, Magi from the east came to Jerusalem and asked, Where is the one who has been born King of the Jews? We saw his star when it rose and have come to worship him. When King Herod heard this, he was disturbed, and all of Jerusalem with him. When he had called together all the people's chief priests and teachers of the law, he asked them where the Messiah was to be born. In Bethlehem in Judea, they replied, for this is what the prophet has written. But you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah, for out of you will come a ruler who will shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod called the Magi secretly and found out from them the exact time the star had appeared. And he sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and search carefully for the child. As soon as you find him, report to me so that I too may go and worship him. After they heard the king, they went on their way and the star they had seen when it rose went ahead of them until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they were overjoyed. On coming to the house, they saw the child with his mother Mary, and they bowed down and worshipped him. They opened their treasures and presented him with gifts of gold, frankincense and myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not to go back to Herod, they returned to their country by another route. So Jesus has been born in Bethlehem, which is not where you would expect the long-awaited king to be born. And this is why the Magi head to Jerusalem initially. It's where King Herod was. And if Jesus had been born in Jerusalem, then it may have given him more political power as a king, which is what Herod had and was worried about. But this wasn't Jesus' priority. The Magi soon realised that the king wasn't with Herod, and so off they went to Bethlehem, the birth city of David, and now the birth city of the new king, Jesus. And it is in Bethlehem that the Magi find Jesus, and it is here that they bow down and worship him, presenting their gifts of gold, frankincense and myrrh. In different stories and versions of the Bible, the Magi are often called many different things. Magi, wise men, scholars, spiritual priests and many other things. And there is also some debate over where these wise men travelled from. Most translators, most Bible translations settle on the east. However, regardless of the specifics of this, these men travelled from far away to come and worship the king. And these men would have been quite high up in society. But here we see them travel from far away to a town that wasn't of much social significance, to an ordinary house, 
to bow down and worship a baby. And it seems kind of upside down, really. And the upside down kingdom is a phrase often used to describe God's kingdom. And it's often used when describing Jesus's life too. And I love it. It's a phrase that demonstrates the kingdom of God and what this is like, where the first shall be last and the humble will be exalted. And we can see from the very beginning of Jesus's life that this upside down kingdom is at play. The Magi, who were highly respected wise men, travelled from far away to an ordinary house to bow down and worship a baby. And I also love the fact that God used what these men were interested in to lead them to the new king. These men studied the stars and God used this to show them the way to the king. And this is true for us too. God knows what we do and what we're interested in and will so often use these to draw us close to him. So even though Jesus was born in Judea, he didn't just come to be king of this nation. Isaiah 60 verse 3 says that all nations will come to his light. Not just Bethlehem or Judea, but all nations. The Magi travelling from the east shows that, that from the start, Jesus came to be king of all nations. Jesus was born into the line of David, the line of Abraham, which is also deep-rooted in Jewish history and scripture, something that the people of Jerusalem and Bethlehem will have known well. But here we find a group of men from a faraway land bringing gifts and bowing down to worship the new king. However, the Jewish priests at Herod's palace, who know the scriptures well, stayed in the city of power rather than running to the king. The Magi were unexpected guests in Jesus' home. But in coming to visit the new king, they indicate the global impact Jesus' life would have. King for all, not just Judea. And Peter Mead unpacks this beautifully in his book, Pleased to Dwell, where he says, This entourage must have been quite the sight, bowing in their fine attire on a humble Judean floor. And as they do so, they expand for us the significance of Christmas. This was not just a local event. This was a global one. This was not just about the lower castes of society, but about the rich Gentiles joining poor Jews. This was no longer private, for Jerusalem and the powers that be were waiting to hear more. And up above, even the stars of the cosmos were involved. And the Magi went to visit the new king, a king who is king for everyone, for Jews and Gentiles alike. But in reading this, I found myself challenged by the priests at Herod's palace. They knew the scripture very well. However, when they heard the, what the Magi was saying, they did not go and find the new king. Well, they stayed where they were. They stayed in the city of power and politics. And the challenge I felt from this was that, of course, it is important that we know our Bible, that we spend time reading it and getting to know what God has to say. But it's, it's also important what we do with it. And if we heard the good news like the priests did and we knew what the significance of this was, would we rush and find Jesus or would we stay where we were in our comfortable lives? Would we be like the Magi or the Jewish priests? So whilst we think about that challenge and remember the significance of the Magi coming to bow down and worship the new king, let's pray. Jesus, we greet you with wonder. You are precious beyond mere words and our world needs your presence more than ever. I gladly take up the angel's song of good news, joy and peace. 
Let kings bow down. Let all creation marvel. Let this love story ring out for all to hear. Amen.